0: Hello, and welcome to our Siemens Connect podcast series with your host, myself, Christine Moran. If you're new to listening, each podcast will have a special guest from our Siemens Connect ecosystem. Our Siemens Connect ecosystem allows Siemens to partner with third-party companies to establish integrations to Siemens systems. Today we'll be talking with Nick from our partner, Irisis. Hey, Nick, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Thank you, Christine. So. Yes, I'm Nick Stogdale. I'm customer success director with Irisys. This means I'm responsible for support and integration services, all aspects of interaction with our customers and partners. Uh, for in- information, IRISIS is an operating company of Fluke uh, and part of Fortive Corporation.
0: OK, yeah. And uh, what does Irisys offer? Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: sure so basically we provide accurate and reliable people counting and occupancy data so basically actionable insights on people in places our history lies basically with people counting for retail uh, queue management within supermarkets and other things so for the past 20 years we've been uh, involved in that we've we've shipped over half a million sensors to those marketplaces Over the last five years, we've transitioned to smart buildings, basically using the same technology and principles of accurate uh, counting and detection. Uh, We design and manufacture the sensors. Our parent company, Fluke, does all of the manufacturing for us.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you guys, as you just mentioned, you guys started out in retail. um, But since transitioning and looking over at smart buildings, what are some of the benefits of people counting sensors within smart buildings?
1: There are are several actually. So uh, we might include employee productivity and well-being, uh, space utilisation, reduction of operational costs and and I'll sort of briefly discuss each in turn. So if we speak first about employee productivity, um, studies have shown that uh, an employee for example can waste 15 minutes a day looking for available rooms and spaces. Uh, One of our Large customers national grid uh, had an example about queuing in canteens with people uh, having to queue for longer because they turn up there when it's busy. Uh, So looking at at the use of space in terms of the employee, the effective, for example, the effective implementation of smart desking initiatives, the smart use of meeting (laughs) rooms, conference room and communal spaces, all of these go towards employee productivity. Allied to that is occupant well-being, thinking specifically about return to work post-pandemic. Do people feel comfortable uh, working in maybe in enclosed spaces? Is the occupancy well-controlled? Is the cleaning of workstations, desks and and washrooms being done efficiently and and properly? Are the occupants comfortable? Is the air conditioning, heating and and lighting set correctly for them? And all all of those things have an effect on the occupant's well-being. Moving up, if you like, here, the understanding of space utilization for space planning and optimization you maximizing your return on investment. space is the second largest cost after people uh, and again, how is that space being used one of one of the examples I always call on is is one of a Australian university that saved five million dollars by not building a new lecture theater wow. the being I know it's uh, at, at a low investment, this is the point, you know, they, they thought they had to build a new lecture theatre, but once they looked at the way their facilities were being used, they didn't. And National Grid, a large um, utilities infrastructure uh, company here in the UK, saved $10 million by closing two of their buildings and, and optimising space use within the rest. So these large savings are available at a relatively low cost of, of um, in, in technology introduction. Thinking forward as well, uh, changes happening in the workplace, a shift to hybrid working, so therefore the demands on space are changing. Do you need all that space? Uh, what space do you actually need? Do you need, for example, more collaborative space and less office space? Um, the office may become a destination for team working. And if that is the case, uh, are those areas available? Are the meeting rooms and conference rooms the right size and have you got enough space to meet demand? And again, the final thing I would say on this part is once you do all these things, you can uh, achieve a reduction in building operational costs as well. Um, Optimise the space, you also optimise the energy, the use of heating and air conditioning, lighting and etc. What's the real use of the building and how do the services reflect that? So we saw, as I say, savings in the universities, savings in the big clients. 16% Uh, 16% decrease in energy usage from the national grid example, just from the optimization of space. So, all of those things really fit together from this simple system.
0: Wow, that's actually quite a lot of benefits for just something that started out in retail. Um, yeah, so I was going to, I guess, going on a little bit about the sensors, um, how do you exactly measure the occupancy with the sensors then in order to make all these decisions and get the analytics?
1: Yeah. So essentially what we're talking about here is is what's typically called people counting or people counters in this case. So it's a simple discrete looking sensor that's placed above the doorway. It uses a a curtain of invisible infrared light to detect people and then count them. It does this by essentially having them cross <laughs> virtual count lines that are placed across the entrances. Simple counting of in and outs, doing it invisibly, anonymously and highly accurately. So it's, it sounds simple, but all of the complexity is in the unit, and, and the user does not have to know it's there, even. Um, what you get, uh, we call our sensor Vector 4D. Um, it's highly accurate, so 99.5% of the people will be counted. Uh, it's using anonymous techniques for doing it, as I say. There's no video cameras. The employee's privacy is ensured. Individuals cannot be identified, uh, they are just Anonymous moving shapes moving through that that scene. So you take that highly accurate count uh, information and you, you basically uh, put, put that into our true occupancy system, which is our analytic solution, uses that count data, uh, allows you to define the zones in the buildings, the rooms, the floors, even down to the desk level uh, and allows users to view, uh, interact with that data and uh, even extract that information to third party systems. So um, flexibility is key and open source is key. So we have BACnet IP direct from the unit uh, for integration with BMS, or we have modern data output methods such as MQTT, REST API and HTTP to allow users to collect that data. Accuracy is key. Um, And it's not easy to achieve high accuracy. Um, You have to achieve it not just once, but repeatedly over all sorts of environmental conditions, changing (laughs) light levels and carpets and flooring and things like this, where video systems, by comparison, may struggle. The way we do this with our time of flight system, it's highly accurate and highly robust. And you're getting from that data you can trust. Um, The system itself also does error correction on the occupancy measurements. So you're getting all of this information with high integrity. It's data secured, it's encrypted, and all of the systems are properly penetration tested. So our goal essentially is to be the go-to company for occupancy data that businesses can use to solve their problem and, and meet their needs.
0: Nice. So I guess kind of going off on the the different businesses that you guys are in. So I know we've talked about retail where you guys started, um, and then you kind of went into smart buildings like offices. It sounds like. Um, are there any other markets that you guys play in as well?
1: Sure. So as you say, retail for more than 20 years. If you if you go into a for example a H and M fashion retailer in the mall or the high street or you do your supermarket shopping in a Kroger supermarket or a Tesco, you will be counted or detected by one of our units. That's that's retail, and, and we've shipped over half a million sensors to retail over the last 20 years. In smart buildings, we, we've done large-scale projects with the corporate clients, National Grid, Direct life mm-hmm. Insurance, lots of work in the university sectors with, for example, Sydney University and Nottingham Trent University here in the UK to name but two. Corporate office space really is one of our large areas of interest. Office campuses and areas where optimisation of space can lead to operational savings with those uh, high and achievable ROIs that we already spoke about. So essentially high value building is an environment, technology campuses, pharmaceutical, university, financial and, and legal, for example.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, it sounds like you guys can pretty much be everywhere. Yeah. All right, so I've got two more questions for you. Um, so as everyone knows on this call, Irisys is part of our Siemens Connect ecosystem. Um, so I'm curious from you, what got Irisys interested in joining our Siemens Connect ecosystem?
1: So we wanted to join a network of innovative businesses and solution developers that were all aligned to the yeah. same objectives. So, that objective being directed towards safe and secure workplaces reduction in capital and operational expenses increased productivity all with an eye on the future so obviously seamless connectivity with siemens platform is of great interest to us and the scale uh, that that offers the speed of integration the time of time to market so basically aligning our innovative occupancy sensors with siemens innovative approach to smart building solutions it's a win-win as far as we're concerned.
0: Yes, I think as, uh speaking for our ecosystem team, I would say the same thing as well. Um, and then one final thing. Um, so if listeners were to take one thing away from this podcast, um, what should they take away?
1: I think, as you said yourself, Christine, o- occupancy data is a vast array of uses. Um once you have a, a good source to solve your immediate needs, i.e. maybe it's return to work, you can use the same data and same source of data to enable other things, energy savings, space optimization, etc. So the occupancy data is valuable on its own, but it's even more valuable when combined with data from other sensors and integrated within an intelligent framework like, like the Siemens Connect ecosystem. Occupancy data is basically the foundation to making your building smart.
0: That's perfect. Um, Perfect way to end too. So uh, thank you, Nick. And thank you to everyone who's taken the time out of their day to listen to us. Please remember the entire series is on demand. For more information on IRISIS, please visit the marketplace and be on the lookout for our next episode. Thanks, everyone.
1: Thank you, Christine.